Straight Talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. <laughs> everybody this is shy bentikoff and you're listening to phantom nation just kidding everybody it's steve miller on lighten up on israel news talk radio hi and all the way across in the holy land is my handsome good friend who just got out of a swimming pool who is half naked on camera mr matt zucker thank you thank you thank you yes i uh, did just get out of the swimming pool but i am no longer half naked <laughs> oh i did everyone think that this was phantom nation <laughs> well you know listen i was thinking they keep talking about possibly doing this like uh a, the show with like a video format right on zoom no. or whatever i said no. oh i gotta get myself a float come on man i want to sit and i want to do the show in the poolside <laughs> I don't think anyone wants to see you with your shirt. That could be like Gilad. <laughs> Who? Bodies by Gilad. Don't you remember? <laughs> That's right. We. I need to bring that back because I think that got edited out. Bodies by Gilad from the eighties. Oh, Matt, we got a great show, and uh, unfortunately, our producer doesn't think we can. We're funny enough to go without commercials. So now we're going to have commercials because she doesn't think we're tight enough. Your show's not tight enough and you lose energy. And now she has an English accent. <laughs> uh, but before we go to our first break, let's see who's listening, Matt. Would you like to call off the names or usually uh, I well, do? Let's see, listen, uh, uh, we have, of course, the United States of China. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I sound? Oh, man, I'm going to get you for that. Oh, come on, man. Oh, well, I listen, Australia, but I should do that in Australia. Oh, I mean, how do you even do an Australian accent? Good day, mate. Put another <laughs> shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> Israel, of course. Canada. They used to be a free country as well. South Africa and Honduras. The Ooh. Netherlands. Uh, Europe. Uh, Europe. Is that a country? Okay. <laughs> All of Europe is listening. Oh, my God. That is amazing. <laughs> and Uganda. Ooh, hello, Uganda. Oh, my God. It just says Europe. That is hysterical. I love that. I'm from the country Matt, of Europe. It's uh, Kamala Harris listening from the country of Europe. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I don't know if we're going into a break or not. <laughs> so I don't know what's going on because our 12 producer changes. So three 12-minute sections, Stephen. Oh, so now we're not having a break. I thought we were doing the three-minute thing. No, See what I mean, Tamar? <laughs> She messes me up. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> just lighten up, dude. Just go with it. Just okay. go with it. It's all good. I am, I am just going to go with just it. Like to, can I just say one thing, though, before we move on? I would like to thank President Joe Biden. Ah, why? Because he really made me not have to work too hard on show prep this week <laughs> <laughs> with his trip to Israel. You know, he was in Israel this week. Oh, really? I didn't know. <laughs> it was all it was first of all, I have to tell you, it was fascinating uh watching the president of the United States land in Israel as an Israeli. It was like it they covered the whole thing, the plane wheels down, the door open, him falling down the steps. No, I'm joking. What? He, he, he fell. Oh, okay. 
joke. Um, he was kind of dazed and confused on the tarmac, but it was just, it was like wild watching the whole thing, you know, from the perspective over here. When did you ever watch the live coverage of some dignitary come into America? Who ever cares? <laughs> right? I don't care. And like I don't care about him. Stopped president of the United States. It was actually pretty wild to watch. And then it just got horribly embarrassing from there. <laughs> well, I tell you, so I've got some quotes. So uh, so apparently Biden in one of his famous speeches, this is what he says when he comes, he comes all the way to Israel. And this is what he says. The Israelis remind me of the English oppressors of Irish Catholics or something. <laughs> That's an actual quote from the schmuck. <laughs> yeah, he that was when he was, uh, yeah, sucking up to the Palestinian Authority. <laughs> yeah. So, so now is is the Israelis uh, are like the English who oppress the Irish. Ugh, whatever. What a moron. Listen, I gotta tell you, no, no, it was it was so awesome. I, I was taking notes. I was like, this was gold. So, so first of all, the 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 door to Air Force One opens. And he does the virtue signaling, taking the mask off before he walks down the steps. Like, please, you were wearing a mask on the plane, really? Oh, that's right? so funny. So then he comes down, and and it was first of all, it was like scorching hot. There was no shade on the tarmac. Middle of the afternoon, and I'm thinking, are the Israelis messing with him? Like Israelis could take it, but it was so stinking hot, man. I thought for sure he was going to drop, but but then he gets he doesn't shake anybody's hands. Yeah, you know, the Pete extends his hand. Nope, Joe Biden gives him a fist bump. <laughs> right? Uh, the the IDF chief of staff goes to shake his hands. He gets a, everybody gets a fist bump. I'm like, what the heck? I, like fist bumps. But then after a short speech, and then they go see some other dignitaries in uh, like uh, bleacher type seats. He's fist bumping everybody. Why? And it's like such a freak show. And then he sees Benjamin Netanyahu and goes over and shakes his hand warmly and embraces him. It's like, <laughs> what happened to the fist bumps? And Benjamin Netanyahu, the people like the, the left hates this guy like he's Satan. <laughs> All right. He won't shake anybody's hand, but he goes over like a laser beam and makes a big deal over Benjamin Netanyahu. It was like it was just. It was just unbelievable. But he, he'll, he'll fist bump, but, you know, he's, like, shaking hands. I mean, not shaking hands, but like rubbing elbows, literally, and shaking people's shoulders. <laughs> so then, but then here's the best part. I found out, I can't say for certain, but one of the things I read was that he wouldn't shake hands with anybody in Israel. They did it was, like, some type of, like, ruse for a COVID protection, right? But apparently when he had to go to Saudi Arabia and suck up to the Saudis to pump more oil, he didn't want to have to shake uh, the king's hand there because of the, you know, the Khashoggi murder and the, the left was like crazy about anyway. Ugh. So the whole thing was ridiculous, but this whole trip he's, 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 he keeps forgetting he's fist bumping and then he's shaking hands and stuff like that. It was ridiculous. And then it gets to the Israeli speeches and President Herzog, and I know it's the president of the United States, and you have to suck up to him, like, no matter how bad he is. I get that. But President Herzog compared Biden to Joseph Hatzadik. <laughs> oh, you know, I, I, I stop right there. Okay, that's uh, for people who don't know, that's Joseph. That's the son of uh, Jacob's son in the Bible. Who, like uh, Joseph and the amazing color dream code. It's like, uh, I... If I had something in my mouth, I probably would have spit it out. It was oh. I was like, what did he just say? Well, look, 
I have to tell you, I think the reason why he didn't want to shake, first of all, he probably thought he was like, oh, I'm just going to fist bump everybody. I don't want to get the, uh, I don't want to shake hands with Jews and then go with the, go shake hands with the Arabs. I get the Jew, the Jew disease all over me. Did you see the video here? It says here, here you go. He was doing a speech. Biden tries to shake hands with thin air again as I gas saw it. dominates Saudi trip. So he turned around after a speech and he put his hand out to thin air and starts shaking the air. I saw it. Listen, that was in Israel. And then President Herzog has to point to where his seat is. It was, right. oh, dude, I was like, it was horrible. It was like a train wreck. You could not watch. Like, what, what next? Right. So then, then, like, uh, oh, and, and uh, one of his speeches, did you catch a gaffe? Uh, he was uh, there to uh, honor the Holocaust. Uh, I, I mean, the horror of the Holocaust. It was like. <laughs> yeah, he called the ho Holocaust an honor. honor. <laughs> then he goes, so, listen, so then he goes to Yad Vashem, right, where they have this girls choir there ready to sing for him. And the girls choir, everyone, no one, no one is wearing a mask except for every one of these young women, women in the in the choir. <sighs> They take the masks okay. off to sing, and then they put them back on again. I was like, oh, my God. Uh, it's all for show. It's all for show. I know. I know. And, you know, and I'll be honest with you, I, I kind of like I'm like, I, said, I hate the idea of Yad Vashem being used for a photo op backdrop a day and a half before this guy goes and meets with an actual Holocaust denier and sucks up to him. And, you know, what I mean, it's like, uh, Hey, and I, gave I was him ready for two hundred million dollars. I, I was ready for two hundred million dollars. Got here, yeah. Well, right. you know, Joe Biden gave you guys a kiss goodbye because as soon as he left, they launched rockets at you. Hi, all. Shocker. Shocker. <laughs> oh, by the way, you know, one of our listeners wants to know about the hi -o. Oh, hi -o. It just uh, look at that Johnny know. Cars. That's a Johnny Carson thing. Ho. It's, it's or, uh, just like you know, uh, late I don't night know. talk shows. Well, did you ever watch the Larry Sanders show? Yes. With Hey Now, Hank Kingsley. Yeah, every, he was every a talk show host has their little has their little shtick. Hey, if no one has that, you should trademark it. Kyle, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what I'm doing to be honest with you. Um, but uh, <laughs> I will say this: um, yeah, it was not uh, a very uh, it was it was a ridiculous trip. So uh, lots of comedy, lots of gaps, and I do have a story. Um, I don't know how much time we have left. Two minutes before our first break? Yes. <laughs> okay. So maybe I can uh, maybe I can do this. One minute. Oh, one minute. One Time's ticking. One quick. Minute. Quick. Time's ticking. Well, here we go. Well, I'll tell you one thing that happened while uh, Joe Biden and his whole uh, – did you hear what happened to this uh, religious woman um, while she was walking home? No. Hear this story. Uh, Ovadia, Yosef's great-granddaughter. She goes, I saw my life flash before my eyes. Apparently, she goes, Tamara, resident of Jerusalem, um, she got attacked. She was walking home around midnight. As she was walking, she looked up for a minute and saw two armed men walking towards her. One of them suddenly punched her hard in the face. He grabbed me hard and hit me and slapped me, took out my earrings and earphones and threw everything on the ground. I saw my life flash before my eyes. She's screaming, help me, help me. Anyway, after the police come by and arrested, guess who it was? Was this the Secret Service guy? It was. It was one of Joe Biden's Secret Service men attacking a Jew. I had oh that story. God. I had that story too. Yeah, they sent him home. <laughs> That's a high old moment. <laughs> Nothing written about that in the media. He was part of the advanced team, and I think there might have been some alcohol involved. Here, here. Well, we'll be back after these messages. <gasps> 
Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. (laughs) (laughs) Matt. Wow! Welcome back to Lighten Up, everybody, here on Israel News Talk Radio. That was really under the gun. That really was. She was like, five, four, three, two, one! (laughs) The formats are changing every week, and I don't like it! Steven doesn't like it! Anyway, we're going to get right into it. Here we go. This is kind of related to Joe Biden, but not really. Here in the United States, uh, Jill Biden apologizes for saying Latinos are as unique as breakfast tacos. <laughs> Did you hear that? The, the first lady calls Latinos breakfast tacos. <laughs> I got to tell you, I, I, you know, and, and everyone was saying how insensitive she was. How dare she call them breakfast tacos? First of all, what about tacos for lunch and dinner? Aren't they not diverse enough? I mean, what's the difference between a breakfast taco and then a regular taco for lunch and dinner? I think she's I, insulting. I just have to say I love tacos. Yeah, I love tacos too. But you know what? She actually should have called them, uh, I think, which really encapsulates. Is that the right word? Encapsulates? Encapsulate. Encapsulate. Whatever. To put into a capsule. <laughs> yeah. I think what really <laughs> describes the essence of the Latino community is the burrito. And I'm going to tell you why, Matt, because really that embraces them, because when you think of a burrito, right, that's stuffed with like meat or cheese. It's got peppers, right? It's got sauce and onions, and then it's like all baked in an oven and melted together, right? Just like the community, just like the diverse multicultural community melted together like a burrito. And you know what else? I kind of think the burrito is kind of like public housing here in America, that's filled with a whole family of illegals. <laughs> I, I can't. You know what? <laughs> Go ahead, please. N- nothing. I was just going to say that. So she calls them breakfast burritos, <laughs> and then, and then here we go. Uh, I'm going to tell you this uh, Latin organization. Um, I'm going to get the exact name so I don't screw them up. Um, hold on, my. Okay, it says here the the Latino Civil Rights Advocacy Organization. They sent out a tweet after she called everyone (laughs) breakfast Breakfast burritos or breakfast tacos. Hey, we're not tacos, man. We're more like a burrito. That's what they say on Lighten Up. Uh, (laughs) They send out a tweet, and here's their tweet. Uh, All it says is this. It's so funny. It says... We are not tacos. <laughs> That's the tweet. It's really funny. So anybody that didn't hear Jill Biden is going, well, I don't, what, what's with the tacos? <laughs> right, right. She gave some speech at some Latino group, and she called them how diverse they were, and she compared them to a breakfast taco. This, the NAH, the NAHJ. Uh, National Association a, of Hispanic Journalists. Right. They send out a tweet saying, we are not tacos. (laughs) It says, our heritage and Latinos is shaped by various diasporas, cultures, and food traditions. We're more than tacos, man. Okay, we're also burritos. We're enchiladas, man. We're a Mexican salad sometimes. Come on, Jill. Get it right. (laughs) You sound like Cheech Marin when you do that. Hey, Cheech. Did you ever watch Cheech and Chong when you were a kid? See? Yeah, funny stuff. Well, listen, 
You know how the mind works. I just said Cheech and Chong. It made me think of Snoop Dogg. Here's a great thing. Snoop Dogg is going to troll Biden with his own line of sleepy OG premium cannabis. <laughs> sleepy Joe OG. <laughs> so, Wait a second. So he's going to he's 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 what like growing pot and, and it's called he's Sleepy got his, Joe. He's got his own label. I mean, pot's legal all over America. Right. So everybody's in the business. I mean, Snoop Dogg's probably the mo- I mean, everybody in the world knows Snoop Dogg. Right. It's not just an American thing. Yeah, I got my own brand, man. It's Sleepy Joe. <laughs> Sleepy Joe, and he's marketing Sleepy Joe cannabis. Hey, man, Sleepy Joe. <laughs> I bet it, you that's man. some good stuff, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that'll put you right out, just like the president of the United States. Yeah. Smoke on this. Snoop Dogg, I don't know if it's meant for, like, a joke or to honor him. <laughs> Snoop Dogg, what an idiot. <laughs> yeah, 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 Oh, original OG. I got my pot line, and it's yeah. called Sleepy, Sleepy Joe. Joe OG Premium Cannabis. Cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness gracious! This is a little um, off topic. We're gonna change the subject. Are you a fan of art? Um, some art. Well, I have some big news. Big, I knew big, a guy named Art once. Big, big news, babe. I don't know if you heard about this. Um, it says uh, in, uh, I think it was in England. I'm not sure. Van Gogh self-portrait found hidden behind another painting. Did you hear that? Did you hear about this story? No, but, you know, that type of stuff happens. You hear about that, you know, I don't want to say all the time, but that's not uncommon. Well, listen to this. It says, previously, an unknown self-portrait of Vincent Van Gogh has been discovered behind another of the artist's painting, the National Galleries of Scotland said on Thursday. The self-portrait was found on the back of Van Gogh's painting, which was titled Head of a Peasant Woman. (laughs) There's a picture of it. And actually, after they looked at the painting, they realized that the head of a peasant woman is actually a portrait of uh, um, the First Lady Jill Biden. (laughs) But anyway, hi all. That's a joke. Uh, yeah, that it wasn't, wasn't a good one, but a nice try. Oh, come gotta, on. You got to throw that. Got, come on. I just got to be honest with you, pal. Let me but tell you something. That's gold, Jerry. Gold. <laughs> um, so here, so here, so it says, when the experts of the Edinburgh Gallery took an X-ray of the canvas, uh, they saw that there was, you know, something behind the painting. Anyway, find out that uh, they peeled it back. Or, you know, it was like, I don't know, whatever. Apparently, Van Gogh typically would use one canvas and then turn the canvas over and paint something else because he was trying to save money. Apparently, he was cheap, Barb. <laughs> but uh, it says here the portrait shows a bearded sitter in a brimmed hat. This is the, the picture they found. Experts said the subject was instantly recognizable as the artist himself. And it's thought to be from his early work. You know how they knew it was from his early work? He dated it. No, because the left ear is clearly visible. And Van Gogh wow. cut his ear off in 1888, babe. <laughs> oh, yes. You know, often, Matt, I have, as a white privileged man, Matt, I have to tell you that I have an ear Van Gogh and an earless Van Gogh, which are both highly valuable. But the earless ones are much more valuable than the Van Goghs with the ear. Hmm. <laughs> you know, um... I don't know. It was years ago. I was uh, 
in Amsterdam for a weekend. I was visiting my sister in Paris. Uh, my wife and I took the train to Amsterdam. Wanted to go to the Van Gogh Museum because if you go to Amsterdam and you ask where the Van Gogh Museum is, the, you know they either won't know what you're talking about or they'll go Van Gogh. So, so sounds like you're speaking Hebrew. Van Gogh, Van Gogh, exactly. So the Van Gogh exhibit, the museum there was closed for renovations, and when I was in Amsterdam, the stinking exhibit was at the Philadelphia Museum of Art. Oh. So instead, we went to the muse- some museum of modern art there, which was like the most unbelievable dreck. I couldn't believe. It. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" It was like, <clears throat> well, Matt, let me ask you: Why do you know why Van Gogh cut off his ear? Does anybody know? Something about a girl. Something you know, about a girl. I, I don't really? know. I could, I could I'll call Barb up. Hey, Barb, are you listening? Come here, and she'll tell us. Barbara. She's into art. Barbara's into art. Let me tell you something. It, it, yes. Uh, See, the producer no. says yes. He was in love with someone. So what do you oh. do when you're in love with someone? You cut your ear off, dummy. <laughs> men, men, why are men have so had stupid? mental illness issues? Matt, have, would you cut anything off for Barbara? <laughs> of me? No. <laughs> no. I think Barbara would cut something off of you, though. Hi, <laughs> I'm picking up what you're putting down, man. <laughs> let, let me tell you, why would Van Gogh? Was he mentally ill? Who's like, you know? Yes, Bob, he was mentally ill. Like, I don't. That's was he I'm French? Saying. Was he French? No, he was Dutch. Dutch. Ooh, I love gold. <laughs> oh my god gold no member is that, is that from uh gold, awesome powers gold, gold member yeah gold member he was dutch anyway so dutch oh let me cut off my ear for my beautiful woman that i'm in love with who does this what are you insane like mentally he ill off his people ear. He, did he put it did he send it fedex you think or overnight i don't know did he give it to his dog to chew on well let me ask you something <laughs> Does anyone know what happened? What, how did the woman react? Was she like, ooh, this is, is that that crazy painter I went out with that one night? Mm, that ear looks familiar. <laughs> I don't know how to answer that. Anyway, so that's how they, they were able to tell the painting. The painting, it was before he fell in love and cut off his ear. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, it's just great. Mm, yes. Oh, look, our producer is, is bringing in her knowledge of art. I can't even read this. She, Vincent, she's like, I tell you, man, she's a wealth of knowledge. So let me see. Vincent Van Gogh cut off his left ear when tempers flared with Paul Gauguin, who's the artist with another artist. Oh. Uh, let me finish. With Paul Gauguin, the artist with whom he had been working for for a while in Arles. Van Gogh's illness, the Gogh's illness, revealed itself. He began to hallucinate and suffered attacks in which he lost consciousness. During one of these attacks, he used the knife. He could later recall nothing about the event. Hmm. Woo, thank you, Miss Producer. That is from that is from the Vagach Museum. It seems like Google hooked us up. I don't want to I don't want to discount our producer's intelligence because she's very bright. But apparently, apparently, that wasn't just like a little known fact. Well, like, I, you know, Cliff I, would, I, I, I don't know if I could cut anything off for a woman. <laughs> I can't even. I, I have problems, you know. I would cut my beard off. <laughs> I have problems pulling out my wallet and paying for dinner. I'm going to give you my ear. No, thank you. All right. We're taking a break. We'll be back in two minutes. <laughs>
Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, everybody, to our final segment here, the show Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. I'm Steve Miller with Matt Zucker. Matt, you still with us or did you take a dive in the pool real quick? Oh, you must have oh, been smoking. A... You must have been smoking. <laughs> smoking um, some Sleepy Joe OG. <laughs> he's smoking some Sleepy Joe marijuana. Listen to this, Matt. You're going to like this. We're going to get right into the to the nutty nutty of this week's. I'm but, ready. I don't I mean, so you'll be like my nutty buddy? Yeah, I'm your nutty buddy, all right. Um, <laughs> now, I have Wasn't doing... that an ice cream cone? When we were it kids? was, and I loved it. Nutty buddies. Yeah. Yeah, it's an ice cream cone with nuts on top. <laughs> <laughs> hi Keep it clean. Anyway. I'm sorry. I apologize for interrupting. This show is unlike any other show on Israel News Talk Radio. We are the only one um, that is not serious. Um, But I do have to say there are comedy. There are elements of comedy that happen. For all our listeners, I hope everyone listens to the Tamar Yona show. I listen. I'm a huge fan of hers. And I was listening yesterday, Matt. And I just have to say that I was listening to my car and I start laughing. And I want to just share... She was a caller called in to her show. They oh, were talking. Gonna, oh, no. Oh, you're not going to do this. All right. Listen, I am, you're, getting, I am you're getting the email, pal. Fine. I'm getting the email. Right, but I'm getting going the email. It was I'm brilliant. I, I, the, the, uh, yesterday was uh, the 17th of Tammuz, which for people who don't know, that's a fast day for us where we kind of m- start the three weeks of mourning of the destruction of our two temples. So our right, uh, the, tomorrow- right, the walls of Jerusalem were breached. Yes. Meanwhile, I fasted yesterday for the first time ever. Did you? I, I've never fasted for the 17th of Tammuz. And let me tell you something. I was cranky. I hate Kol, not eating. Kol Hakavod. I Toda, did Toda. not. Oh, you're, I had you're, already eaten by the time I realized that. I was like, oh, well, let me have a little bite to eat and a cup of coffee. And I looked up and I was like, oh, okay. I wonder what I'm having place. for lunch today. You've lost your place in Ghanaian. You've lost your place in the world to come. Anyway, so. We're listening to the show. She has a guest on who she always has, Mordechai Ben Menachem. I love this guy. He's, like, hysterical. And they're just talking about the 17th of Tammuz. And he brings up how the Romans came in. And I think Tamar or Mordechai, one of them mentioned how the Romans, you know, they murdered 4 million Jews in the destruction of the Second Temple. So Tamar says, you know, that was the, a Roman Holocaust. That was a Holocaust. Anyway, they get this caller in from a survivor. She calls in the show. She's really old. She starts giving it to Mordechai and Tamar. I mean, she starts saying, don't you ever, ever say there was more than one Holocaust. There was only one, unfortunately. Don't. I am a survivor, and there's only one. There's only one. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? And then Tamar so graciously lets her vent, and she explains to her her side and says, oh, you know, I understand. And as Tamar is explaining to her, the woman, she's so old, she's like, what? I can't hear you. What'd you say? <laughs> so the whole time the woman keeps screaming at Tamar, saying there's only one Holocaust. And anytime Tamar would, would rebut, she'd go, what? what? I can't hear you. What? I mean – I almost smashed into a pole. I was driving. It was so funny. <laughs> God bless this woman. You know, she was great. You know, she's a survivor, but you got to just lighten up, babe. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> our, our producer just said, you're digging your grave. <laughs> and I would just like the world to know, or however many few of you are still listening, that was Stephen Miller's uh, story, not mine. <laughs> 
Anyway. <laughs> Direct the emails to Stephen at Israel News Talk Radio. <laughs> anyway, I just want to say that's it. Okay. Well, listen, I have to tell you, you know, my both of my kids studied in Israel during high school with a the with a high uh, anyway. They came here and they used uh, the program they studied with used the Bible as a historical text. It was really a great program. I mean, you know, you study in the classroom about this Bible story or battle or whatever, and then you go take a trip and you go out and actually see the location. It was phenomenal. And right. one of the teachers I remember had uh, he said something to the effect of uh, he wished that uh, the Holocaust wasn't such a, a defining um, thing. And, you know, Judaism is so much more than just the Holocaust and it shouldn't. Yes. Be, you know, and 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 so we were at something at our when we were affiliated with a an American conservative synagogue. Barbara had shared that thought publicly about, you know, it was an interesting, provocative uh, thought that this guy said. And, you know, from a younger person, there's so much more to Judaism. It shouldn't be all about the Holocaust. And there was someone who I think was a survivor and. Oh, my. <laughs> he did not like what Barb had to say. So, yeah, uh, you know, but you can't begrudge him. That's, you know. No, that's you, the one no thing. One, you no can, one can understand what going through that is like. So Absolutely. So send the email argue. to Stephen Miller. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm not I'm just saying the way she was, you know, she's yelling at Tamar with with so much anger and vigor. And 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 then you as soon as Tamar said anything, she's like, what? What'd she say? I can't hear. And then she had like her daughter with her. And the daughter was like, she's thanking you for being on the show. She is thanking you for being on the show. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was just adorable. All right. All right. Listen, can I change the subject now? Yes. All right. So uh, are you familiar with Kenneth Aguba? No. He's a, he's a seasoned Nollywood actor. I was what's like, what's Nollywood? what's Nollywood? Excellent question. You know what Bollywood is, right? Yes. Like, right. Well, Nollywood is Nigerian Hollywood. <laughs> oh wow! Okay. So, so he he is some very well known Nigerian actor. Um, who knew? Anyway, there's so many Nigerian actors. I don't know which so one. He has, I mean, there's so, so, so many brilliant actually, ones. So he actually has like a search committee trying to find him a bride. And he has all like apparently these women uh, are offering themselves to him. Uh, and um, especially one lady who's like, you know, she's single, a widow, but has a couple of kids. But I'll marry him and, and provide him with children of her own. But no, no, no. Um, Aguba is insisting on marrying a virgin. So he doesn't want to marry someone who's already had kids. But then... When he goes one step further, <laughs> what? They have to be from Israel. <laughs> he will only so marry a Jew. So the Nigerian movie star is only interested in an Israeli virgin. <laughs> is he Jewish, this guy? I don't think so, man. <laughs> it doesn't say that anywhere in the article. <laughs> Why does he and, want an and Israeli I tell woman? You, he's, I listen, not like I roll that way, but he's not a looker. He must be rich. <laughs> you know, you know who my favorite uh, Nigerian actor is. Who? Um, I'm not sure if you've heard of him. Um, his name is Barack Obama. <laughs> That's his name. Do you ever hear of him? Yeah, 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 yeah. He, what was that movie? The Gods Must Be Crazy. Yeah, that's his name. And like, and like, and like the main actor was one of those bush people that spoke in clicks. <laughs> yeah. That's his, no, that's his name. He's a brilliant actor. I'm a big fan. 
<laughs> I don't even know if people heard what I just did. Speaking of, um, listen to this. This I'm was listening. someone posted this on Facebook. This is really funny. I don't have any liberal posts this week because I've blocked. But here you go. Are you throwing someone, off Facebook again? No, I'm. I'm no. I'm back. Oh, okay. I did get. I did. I they. I, I protested and I won, <laughs> so I didn't get banned. Um, You're a mental per- case. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> this is this is really funny. And so someone posted this, but they posted it as, as as an insult to Jews. It says, "You know who had strong imuna, which is faith? The Egyptians. They experienced ten plagues and saw the sea split in half, and still believed in their own gods enough to chase the Jews." Meanwhile, the Israelites don't have water for an hour and are like, does Hashem exist or not? <laughs> Can't argue it. Right. And, and <laughs> I, I put, I, so I put like laughy emojis on there and I thought it was funny. And I'm like, this is really funny. The, 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 you got this, this. This person has a point. And he went off. You know, he was just like, oh, I don't know what part you think this is funny. <laughs> I think it's hysterical because it's the yeah, truth, really babe. Funny. I got to tell you, do you know how much time you listen? You read the Torah about the story of Exodus while they're going through the desert. You can't believe these people. Oh, I know. I'm it's, like, it's, I'm like the God, like the Lord has provided so many miracles for you, right? But now you think He's going to let you starve? <laughs> it's like, I know. Matt, how hot is it right now in Israel? Um, you want the uh, centigrade or Fahrenheit? Just give it to me so I understand. Uh, Mid-80s right now. All right. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Well, apparently, here's some. Much here's cooler in my house. And oh, listen, I got to tell you something. I can't explain it, but like 85, 86 degrees here is not like 85 or 86 degrees where you live because I know it gets that warm where you live. But I swear to you, we are half the distance to the sun as you are. You know, if you're in the shade, it's a beautiful, you know, and the breeze is blowing, it's, it's scrumptious. You step out into the sun and your skin sears right off of you. It's incredible. Well, it's Sorry. very hot. It's very hot and sticky here. The reason why I ask is because apparently in Britain, they're going through a heat wave and uh, it's like over 100 degrees there. And so I found Having this heat wave. <clears throat> so I, I found this article. It says cinema offers free entry to help Brits escape heat. But here's the catch. Only if you've got red hair. <laughs> so basically, there's a movie theater in Britain that uh, that is letting people come in to an air conditioned theater. But you have to have red hair to get a free ticket. Then you can get in for free. It says the UK will be bask in sizzling weather next week. Blah, 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 blah. It says the cinema is offering free entry to help Brits Hide from the blistering heat, but only if you've got red hair. The UK will bask in boiling weather. It says it's prompted the Met Office to issue its first ever red warning for extreme heat. So apparently the country is going through a red warning. So this movie theater decides to say, hey, well, you know, well, if you got red hair, why don't you come in and we'll get you sit and watch a watch a movie for free. But only if you got red hair and you can sit in air conditioning. But if you got blonde brunette, forget it. You're going to die. <laughs> I like that accent. It was good. Oh no, it's not. It's not good. At all. But anyway, <laughs> so I, do you, is is that not the most bizarre thing? Uh, I think they're just trying to get all the redheads into one place so that they can lock the doors and leave them there. 
I just, it's just, it, it's you know, you know, whenever there's a heat wave, there's always like, you know, uh, these warnings go out. Oh, are no, you man. looking at the clock, man? I thought we said we can go as long as we want for third. We were supposed to tell her. Come on, dude, you're not listening. All right. <laughs> if you love Israel News Talk Radio, then you'll love our Facebook page. We keep you up to date on what's happening in Israel, plus little surprise treasures that we don't share on the radio. Go now to follow us on Facebook. Just look for the Israel News Talk Radio Facebook page. And don't forget to subscribe and follow us by clicking on the like button. We post great stuff there that you'll want to share. Israel News Talk Radio on Facebook and Israel News Radio on Twitter. If you're hearing this message, everyone else can too. Advertise with Israel News Talk Radio and get your message out to people. We'll build a personalized package for you. Contact advertising at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. Straight talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Hey, this is Jake in Anchorage, Alaska, and I love listening to all the super interesting interviews and up-to-date information on what's happening in Israel. Hello, this is Anna King, originally from London, now living in Israel. And what can I say? Israel News Talk Radio is my cup of tea. My name is Bhaskar. I'm from India, and I love listening because you get to know the truth and wonderful voices from this lovely country. Mom! Okay, wait a minute. Hi, this is Chava Dax, and I'm calling for the rolling hills of Malaya Dumim, just north of Jerusalem. I always listen to Israel News Talk Radio to get all the latest news and commentary and to keep me up to date every day. This is Sarah Dax from Malaya Dumim, and I'm 12. I wish Israel News Talk Radio was boring so my mom wouldn't listen to it all the time. Mom! You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. News, opinion, and more. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. 